This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hi. You're rolling with Jason and John, 92.9 FM ESPN. Happy Tuesday, February 7th. To you, a lot to get to today. The Memphis Grizzlies in desperate need of a win. I think we can say fairly that it's desperate and you've lost three straight and eight of nine. It is the time to win. Chicago Bulls are in town. We'll see if they're feeling generous. They played last night. Got a win over the Spurs, I believe. Grizzlies eight and a half point favorites. Ooh, we. Everybody on deck except for Steven Adams. So we think we'll see if John Moran, Dylan Brooks talk today at shoot around. Uh, speaking of FedEx Forum, Governor Bill Lee, put that 350 mil in there, baby. That's for renovations for FedEx Forum and Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium. That's in his proposed budget. That was good news. Big ask. Uh, gets a relatively big answer. A little bit left out there. We'll get to that. I think we figured as much. LeBron's got a big chance tonight to become the league's all-time leading scorer. He needs 36. Will it happen tonight against the Thunder? John, I ask you now. Well, you're going to have to ask me later because it's, it's part of the open. So we'll just get the answer. So right. you're going to have to wait for that, for my official. So Brad will ask you. Brad's going to ask us, and then we're both going to, we're both going to weigh in. So Very exciting. Yeah, you got How to, much attention should we be paying this? Well, I mean, look, it, it, it's the all-time leading score in the NBA. I mean, it's, it's, it's a once-in-a-generation type of career that LeBron is having. Mm-hmm. But because, you know, maybe you didn't like the way he left Cleveland the first time, <clears throat> maybe you don't like the fact that he's pushing Jordan, uh, you, you know, you can't put your own personal agenda to the side and appreciate the greatness of LeBron. Now, I do think some of it, some of it is that people don't universally adore him the way that I think we were in awe of Mike. Oh, stop! There were people that hated Mike. Yeah, but you it either was, loved him but it or was, you but hated it, but him. It was if, you were with, if you weren't a bull, you it, hated but him. But wasn't it still an awe kind of a thing, though? It was still like a, this guy is a genetic freak. Yeah. The way he is designed and wired, and that's right, that's and, right. And, and 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 you know, like you you maybe you hated him, but the only reason why you hated him is because you always lost to him. It, it wasn't like a oh, I can't stand the way that this guy. You know, goes about. You said a key word there. Always. Yeah. Um, now he you did, always lost to him in the finals. In the finals, not in the playoffs, but in the finals. Bro, he had to. Nobody grow. ever talks about that. He had to learn how to do it with the team. Yeah. He had to raise Scotty but and I, young Horace. I think social media, unfortunately, um, I, I do th- I think it probably influences the way that we feel about you know players now. Yeah. And it uh, it just didn't exist back then. It all you ever knew about Michael Jordan was when he was on the court. Um, and, and he was always amazing. And you never heard about him complaining, you know, about trades and, you know, facilitating rosters and things like that. So mm-hmm. I think, I think Bron's reputation just as a, you know, as a personality, I think probably takes away from, you know, the, the universal consensus adoration that he maybe should be getting, but is not. That's what I truly believe. 
And it is a big deal. I mean, this guy is about to become the leading. Like, honestly, for me, you know, this is my generation's Michael Jordan. I mean, I, I you oh, know. just calm down. Yeah, I mean, he is my generation. We didn't ask you to do his Hall of Fame speech here. Well, I just asked you, is he going to break it tonight? You, you said, hold no, on. Well, you asked how big of a deal it is, how much. Potential. I guess I did ask the second. I've got a third question before you get to the rest of the lineup. Is that okay? Well, I, I, there is really there. There's, there's just Jeff today. That's why we're going a little longer in this area. <laughs> But no, no, this is a, a question that you need to answer today. Maybe Jaws got some questions he needs to answer. Maybe the Grizzlies have some. You got one more question you need to answer. Yeah. Why are you wearing 3D glasses? Bro, it's, you know. Those look like the glasses I wore to Jaws 3 yeah, when bro. I was a kid. Well, you know, Jaws 3 was 3D. I think that was in the 80s, fool. Yeah. Why are you wearing 3D glasses th- today? Th- this show is, is live and in effect, man. My man got on 3D glasses and his <laughs> I mean, cheesing about it. Are those some Gucci? Is that something I can't understand? Yeah. Yeah. Are they Gucci? Burberry. London. Wow. Yeah. See, that is style I can't understand. It is. Russell Westbrook would understand that mess. It's it's, it's high fashion. And you do it inside. Yeah, of course. It's bright up in this mug, bro. My man got on 3D glasses. Now, you came in here one day with transist and transitions on. So th- th- These are the gla- th- they're glasses, John. I've got them on today. Yeah. You understand that. They just switch when I get out in the sun, fool. Yeah. Those are 3D glasses. That's right, bro. I'm seeing every. I'm so seeing every. coming at you today. I'm seeing every pore over there. Pew, pew. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know you do. I'm glad I got shaved up. Man, see everything today. He can tell us if the Grizzlies are going to get a win tonight. I can tell you. I, that's exactly right. I know I know how the China-United States Cold War is going to go. I love the swagger and confidence with which you wear them. Bro, that's the only way you can. Like, you can't. That's it, not a front. No. It's, I can't push through that with a little bit, a couple jabs and push through that confidence. Nah, it's bro. It's not a. Okay. Catch, okay. Ca- you, hey, catch me at the cinema. <laughs> All right. The 3D. It's the 3D movie. It's painful. Hey, and we ain't putting these back. We got Nemo or something that's 3D right now. We can we can send you in. I think we. I don't know what they don't even do 3D movies anymore. I think. Yes, they do. Don't do they? say another word. Okay. Say less. I feel. I feel like because people like. Well, I just. I needed to get that addressed because you're looking at me wearing 3D glasses. Look like you should be in a movie theater somewhere. Mm-hmm. What what we got at Malco 3D? We'll find it for you. Yeah. Well, look again. I mean, it's just it's sometimes a con- a concept is difficult for you know the civilian to understand. Yeah, I'm you know? definitely civilian so, in this case. So you know, I'm I'm not. This is not something I'm not used to, man. Going to be a lot of civilian takes today. <laughs> That's right. But good thing I'm here to balance them out. Yeah. You know, with the highfalutin sort of next. Okay, wave. wheezy. Yeah, we're elevating today here on the show. Jeff Calkins is going to join us at 1:25. Uh, we're moving some things around. Normally. This is uh, a day we have Jessica Benson and Trista Crick. Uh, Jessica is recovering from her Achilles surgery. Man. And, uh, and Trista is at the Super Bowl, so she is running around <coughs> um, doing all, all kinds of things. So say, hey, you know what? We'll pick up Putting out all week. that content. No worries. Like he has always been, though, Jeff Calkins here to save the day. He'll join us at 125. So that's the show. We do have a lot to get to, man. I, I tell you, I woke up and uh, – I put my 3D shades on, and I was excited. I'm in a good-ass mood because it feels incredible outside. Like, it feels so – like, if you could I'm just – excited. If you could just keep this setting on forever. Mm-hmm. What is it, like 67 out there? Yeah, like, if that mm-hmm. – I mean, I think, I think Memphis would be the most desirable place to live on the planet. If you could just stop the setting right That's here. Interesting take. Right yeah. here. But you can't, right? You can't. Um – 
But, like, I got shorts on, man. I'm feeling like I'm in a good ass. Like, it is crazy how seasonal. John's in a good mood. <laughs> seasonal. He's headed to Vegas soon, so See, that helps. Different but show today. That brightens things up. Seasonal depression is a real thing. When oh, it gets no when it gets dark outside early yes. and it's cold, mm-hmm. you know that's not a you know that's that's totally real. So like it felt like this is like the first sort of glimpse of spring, you know. To me, it felt like, well, and I'm excited. We're happy you can feel that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nice. we have we have so many things to get to today. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saved it from Monday. Let's do cap or no cap. cap. It means lion, but built different. Now it's cap. I'm gonna say cap for no cap. I'm gonna say that that's no cap on 92.9's Jason and John show. If you're capping your lion, if you uh, no cap means not lying. By the way, yeah, Ja used it in his one of his most recent tweets about the ah uh, yes. Remember that? That is right. He thinks that the media is capping. NBA. The, the NBA. Whoever snitched to the athletic. Mm-hmm. There was no red dot. The Grizzlies are out of control. Is that cap or no cap? Well, why are we asking that? <clears throat> well, here's why. Because uh, Brian Windhorst, who we did endeavor to get on the show today just to kind of peel back the curtain a little bit, he did text me back and he said, John, if you saw my schedule right now, you would have me committed. Uh, so he is. <laughs> I'm surprised uh, he texted you back. I was watching him on first take. He's a nice man. Brian is the best, yeah. dude. Brian is like a great. Like, because I honestly. I agree. I have had, in in the course of doing this show, I have, you know, part of it is ask people to come on your show, you know? And I'll never forget, I won't say his name, I won't dox him like that, but there was a national writer who is not anywhere near as big time as Brian Windhorst, who when I texted him, he happened to be at a game or something, and he said, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and yeah. I was like, "Look, he doesn't deserve to be on your show if that's his." He response. doesn't deserve, and he hasn't been on the show. Uh, you know, and I've never had. I said, "You know what, brother? No problem. God bless." Well, he's pleased as well because I left him alone. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what he wanted. Yeah, you got your wish, bro. <laughs> that's but, gone really well for him. But see, Winhorst, <laughs> good luck on your exposure. <laughs> but Winhorst, who doesn't, who gets, you know, nothing out of it other than you know, doing us a favor, is kind enough to say. I'd love to do it, but I'm so busy right now that it's just not going to work. Um, but Brian Windhorst, the reason why we bring up Brian Windhorst is because he was on the Low Post podcast, and he said, among other things, that the Grizzlies are nearing out of control, uh, nearing being out of control as a franchise right now. So that is the the statement. And and, and look, I mean, I'm, I'm going to say no cap. I agree with him. I agree with him. I, I don't know how you can't uh, uh, agree with him. You know, you think about – the Shannon Sharp incident, the losing on the court, you know, the outbursts from, you know, Jaws friends, you know, the incident that the athletic reported on. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what out of control would look like if it's not this. Um, and or at least nearing out of control would look like if it's not this. So yeah, plus you couple that with the fact that they've lost eight out of nine. Now they are massive favorites, which we'll get to a little bit later. Um, but in terms of you know how how much worse can it get? I mean, Javar's Crittenden and, and and Gilbert Arenas is that what the bar for out of control is? If that's the bar, then of course not. The Grizzlies are not even close. But I just think realistically in twenty twenty three, yeah, I, I I have to agree with them. I'll be interested to see what's said today in terms of putting a lid on this. Yeah, you know, and, and you know if Ja if it's if it's more of they're all against us and whatever, then. Maybe I'm maybe I'm with you on this. I, I don't know. Do I res- can I reserve the right to wait and see what John and Dylan have to say today that on this one? Because I I think this is a critical time, and you could be nearing it 
But I think you could also, you're a couple of wins away from everything being just fine, so long as the right things are said. And so in that way, I mean, you, you're still sitting number two. What are you, two games ahead of Sacramento still? You're, you're fortunate, frankly, to be where you are, having lost eight of nine, three straight. I mean, with the, the basketball that's being played. And you, you see, I mean, right now, without Steven Adams, you're hurting. Yep. You know, you're really getting killed. Toronto got so many second-chance opportunities in that game. Uh, all that said, I, I'll, I, I'll say it's cap right now. I'll, I, I'm all, this is good for headlines to bring folks into the podcast, and I think it's a, it's a little more of that than it is a picture of actual reality. So, again, I reserve the right to change here my opinion Yeah. should the comments that come out today reflect a, mm. uh, us against the world as opposed to taking responsibility yeah. and saying we got to get this cleaned up. I'm, yeah. I'm hoping that's what we hear today. I'm, frankly, I'm expecting it. Okay. So, so I'm going to go that it's, that it's cap okay. that they're nearing out of control. P- pending <clears throat> further comments. Are, you, yeah. ex- are yeah. you expecting, like Jason, for them to fall, not fall on the sword, but kind of go that direction well, with this their is kind of Well, this is the next item here. Okay, here. The, Good. Perfect transition. The Tigers? Or? Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. There, was a, there should have been one, but I, yeah. I guess we, we, we did switch it up. But, yes, the, one of the items was going to be – you expect, or, or or Ja will take responsibility. There we are. Is that cap um, or no cap? So, I don't expect that. I don't expect. I mean, I, and I'd love to be pleasantly surprised <clears throat> if he, you know, come came out and what said you some think? variation of, you know, hey, I'm learning as a pro uh, that I have to be very, um, you know, careful and and and, and all those things about all of that. I'd love to hear that. I don't think we're going to hear that. I think we're probably going to hear some variation of, you know. I said what I said. Taylor Jenkins said what he said, and I'm not going to speak on it any further. That's what I kind of expect. Now, could I be wrong? Sure, but I don't. I I don't. I don't. I don't expect John to be, um, you know, defiant about it. I don't expect that. I don't expect John to be like, man, you know, I'm gonna do what I do, and everybody else needs to shut the hell up. I don't expect that. But I don't expect, you know, an apology or anything like that either. But I mean, I. I I mean, would I, would I, would I, do I think the league would love that? Sure. I don't think that's – I don't know if Ja feels like he has anything to apologize for. That's the first thing. You know, like based on Ja's tweets, he feels like his friend was banned wrongly, you know, for a year. Yeah. So I don't know I how – I mean, the brother the, – the guy's two, three steps out onto the court. What are we talking about no, here? He's, I, not a, he's not a player. Oh, objectively, for sure. But I'm saying from, you know, from Ja's perspective, does he feel that way? Probably not. He probably feels like, what are y'all doing? That's my guy. Why do y'all ban him for a year? You know, I don't know. I it just depends. It just you know did the did the how 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 emphatic do you think Jaws agents and the Grizzlies and everyone around him was that he needs to apologize or do something of the sort? I, I think that might be a key sticking point is apology. I don't know that an apology is necessary, but yeah. an acknowledgement of your tightening things up. Yes, there you know a, yes. a of responsibility. Yes, uh, that's I, I I think the way to go. I would think that the organization is hoping for that. That's how you put the lid on this. Yep. You you don't keep it going with more headlines and and come with something like man we we. You come back with we want more of the smoke today. You know what I'm saying? No, that's 100 true. You, as a professional, both individually and 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 for your organization, the best thing to do is put the lid on it and just say what you're supposed to say. Again, nobody's saying, Ja, go out here and apologize for your friends. Right. But there's a way to respond to say, hey, I'm going to tighten this up, and it won't be an issue for this team going forward. I, I frankly, I think we, I think the for the organization right now. So it looks like everything's under control for for everybody. 
those types of words need to be said today. Yeah, no, I, I, I that I'm hopeful that they will be. I'm interested that your expectation is that they won't be. That that's more of the same. Yeah. Well, no, Let, I, let's see some. I'm, you know, I, I'm happy to be surprised. I yeah, just, I, I hope that you will be. Yeah. I hope that you will be. I hope I'm. I hope I'm not wrong on that. We've never seen that, have we? Well, maybe that's part of the process. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he never seen t- that. We've talked about how awesome the culture is. Yeah. For four years now. Yep. You know. Well, this is the real stress test. I mean, this is the first real stress test of the uh, of the culture, which has been great. I mean, which we have all applauded. I mean, and it has been. But you know. At, at every point, see in the, the end, does get tested. In the end, you worried about rubbing him the wrong way and him, yeah. asking for a trade. <laughs> hell yeah. yeah, I am. Brom skittish as hell. Why wouldn't I be? I, I mean, I live in Memphis, Tennessee. It's the smallest market in the NBA. You know, I mean, he ain't gonna do it now. You know, he ain't gonna he ain't gonna request a trade now. <clears throat> but it's just like you know, you're no, tra- there, there's a way to do this yes. and and still keep him on board. And, and I don't think, John, you can operate that way. I think we've seen tons of franchises lately that have put too much. I don't want to say power because yeah. John deserves a say. For sure. But if you, you sort of you invite this sort of atmosphere yeah. where folks feel like they can wild out, friends of John Moran feel like they can wild out because then maybe you've enabled this. That's right. Mm-hmm. Needs to be, again, my best way to put, it, put the lid on it. End this as, as, as best you can. Well, I, I'm, I'm hopeful that that happens for sure. Let's flip it to the Tigers. The Tigers are th- hanging on by a thread. Is that cap or no cap? That is, it depends on who you go by, but we sort of, we, we use on this show, our default setting is Lunardi, correct? Yeah. I, I mean, mentioned Palm to you yesterday. I mean, you He's can mention, we, look, we are not above using anybody for convenience if they have the Tigers in the tournament firmly, <laughs> but we certainly, sure. uh, we subscribe really mostly to Lunardi. Because um, if Palm had Memphis out, we say, man, Palm don't know nothing. Palm, dumb as hell. That's what we would say. You are saying this because Lenardi's take is closer to yours. That's why you well, are laying this out the way you are. I haven't. Sir. I didn't see it until you came in this morning, and sure. you, you uh, informed me that Lenardi has his latest bracketology uh, on Twitter, and Memphis is the last team in. Is that correct? Literally in as the last of the last four in. Last of the so last. So you are on literally on the line, at least right. according to Joe Lenardi. So in Palms got him as a nine. That loss knocked you from a bye, one of the last four buys, to the very last team in. So it was it was as devastating a loss maybe as it could have been without knocking you all the way out completely. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the definition is hanging by a thread in terms of the NCAA tournament at large, no doubt about it. I mean, Lunardi is kind of – here's the problem. The Tigers' resume is not – Bad. It's not. A, it's not like you look at the resume and say, "Man, they just haven't done anything." They have, you know, fifteen losses. They don't. No, of course not. It's just the issue becomes when all these Power Five teams start playing each other, and then the teams that are currently maybe on the outside of the bubble, they get a win over a team that's firmly in. Upsets happen in Big Ten, Big Twelve, SEC, whatever. A team that maybe maybe was on the outside. Well, they're going to leapfrog you. Because they have those, and this goes back to conference affiliation, which Memphis and Penny Hardaway can't control, and this is just the unfortunate part of the deal. They're going to get cracks. They're going to get opportunities far more than just the two you got. They're going to get opportunities every damn week, twice probably in the same week. They get two a week, you get two a year uh, to, to, to jump you because, you know, they can, they, they're, you know, how many ranked teams in the Big 12? You know, all of them, basically. Yeah. You know, so that's that's the issue that Memphis is going to run into here. And that is why, to me, they have to beat Houston once. Because other teams that are maybe on the other side of the bubble right now, not today, not February the 7th, have a resume that's good enough. But let's look up March 5th. They may. <clears throat> you know, and you and if you don't have that, if you don't have that win over Houston, I'm having a hard time seeing the committee really 
slam their fists on the table to get Memphis an at-large. Because I just think the question is going to be, what have they done? What, what, what is this Memphis? I mean, yeah, they beat Auburn on a neutral site, but that was all the way back in December. And again, we don't know where Auburn's going to be. You know, I think they're still ranked right now, but it's, it's, it's dicey with them. Um, you know, uh, Vandy, we know, stinks. Um, what am I missing? Is there another win that I'm missing? I mean, A&M, did you mention A&M? A&M, right. They're, they're kind of uh, – did he have A&M in today? Did you see that? I, uh, I, I saw they were like the, the net first four out in the previous one. I don't know if they jumped in. No, he's got, him as the, he's got them as the first first four out, okay. so literally right behind Right, Memphis. so again, like that's – here's the thing. If A&M is in, you're probably not, mm. you know, because, I mean, you're, you're talking about that, that margin there. So I don't even know how – that's going to look, you know, in, in a month or so. So I think that's the issue that Memphis is going to run into here is that their quality of win, you know, Cincinnati's a quad, it's still, I'm assuming it's still a quad one today. It is, but, it, but, they're, if, but they're 74. So that, it's, they fall outside top 75, that one goes to quad two. If, if Cincinnati doesn't hang on, and again, you play them again. So if you beat them, they're going to drop. You know, I just feel like the road is going to be too difficult without beating Houston once. They can. And, I, and it, uh, to me, it's not going to matter whether it's in Memphis or at Houston. Like, you don't have to win at Houston. I think just one is fine. But I think in terms of being an at-large team, you're, Joe, the way that this is going to materialize and crystallize over the next three to four weeks. If you're using Lenardi's, if you're using yes. Palms 9, yes. and that was after Fair this enough. previous loss, Fair enough. then there's a little bit of room. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Let's just take the middle of the two, though. I'm fine with that. That's a 10. We mess which, around, joke which, around. That ten's better than eight nine. You 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 dropped the bomb yesterday that Memphis is strategically playing for the ten. Well, I messed around with you. Maybe they're trying to look out for you and your your hopes of them getting to the Sweet Sixteen. So let's just say let's just say for the sake of argument right now that Memphis is a ten. That's not a play in. That's a that's so the little, there's a little bit of room, and so you add you can, that to. Do you need you, a Houston win? If you're a ten to, to get in, if you're right there right now. If you're a ten, I think you can get in without beating Houston as long as. You win every game on the rest of your schedule. Which is going to be hard to do. And get to the AAC championship. It's tight. Yeah. However you want to phrase it, hanging by a thread, tight rope, I've said over and over again, it's tight. And and it, and it was prob- it was always going to be through this part of the schedule. You just couldn't afford to drop any. And and at least in Lenardi's eyes, you're, back, you're right up. You're the last one against the wall, threatening to fall off the ledge. So uh, can't lose any now. All right, let's go to uh, around the NBA. LeBron James is going to break the scoring record tonight. Is that cap or no cap? So LeBron James is 36 points away from passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the all-time scoring record in the National Basketball Association. He can break it tonight if he scores 36 points against the Oklahoma City Thunder. This game is in L.A. This game is on TNT. And that's what you're kind of looking for, right? Like, okay, is it home or road? Uh, is it on national television? And you pointed out that not only is tonight on national television in L.A., his next game is also on national television in L.A. So there's no doubt that he's going to break it this week. The question just is, is it going to be tonight or is it going to be Thursday? Yep. There's no, um, you know, they play the Thunder tonight and they play the Bucks on Thursday. So there's really no, like, you know, it doesn't really matter uh, in terms of who you do it against. I mean, it's not like the Celtics are playing. Unless you want to show Giannis greatness. Yeah. Um, 36 feels like a lot. Um, I, I say no. I say he, he's, he does it Thursday. It's probably a good bet. Yeah. But I'll just get on the other side and say he's going to get it tonight. TNT, like you mentioned, 
They'll need it from him. Mm-hmm. They got to win. Is Anthony Davis playing? Do we know? I mean, that kind of factors into it. I'm not. I'm, I have no idea. You can look that one up yourself. All right, dude. Well, I mean, I'm you're, not worried. You're, you're, about, you're not, not bringing. You're not AD really bringing a whole lot right now to the discussion right uh, now. I'm not worried man. about AD right now. What I'm bringing to the discussion is he's going to get it tonight, and you're going to end up wrong on this. If Anthony Davis plays, I think there's you know a, a much better chance that LeBron facilitates and happy to take plays off. If he doesn't, then I do think he breaks it tonight. And again, I don't know Anthony Davis's you know rest schedule and things like that. I don't know, <clears throat> and he could leave at any point. In any game. He's averaging 28 over his last 10 games. He's getting it tonight on TNT. You think he wants to do it as soon as possible? You think he's just like, let's get this over with and so I don't have to worry about it anymore? Yeah, he's talking to Will Bond about it and everything else. They're doing the interviews right now. Knock it out. Oh, and he's so mad that he didn't get Kyrie. <laughs> he's so pissed. <laughs> you know? He, even, he admitted that to Will Bond. He's like, oh, yeah, I mean, I'm upset that we didn't get a player of that caliber. You know, but I, I got to move on. I got to move forward. So I could see it. I could see him being pissed off and – you know, just just being hell bent on breaking it. And to Jalen Rose's point, out. like the Nets were going to send Kyrie where he wanted to go. Why would they do him any favors on that? Oh, I agree. To that point, he, yeah, no, and, and oh, we yeah. should probably always consider the Lakers a long shot. Why are you going to send Kyrie where he wants to go? That's exactly the wrong thing After you do what, if you're the you Nets. Know, yeah, the, the the way he treated you in this case. So. Yeah, I mean that's you know it's not like the Mark Gasol thing with the Grizz where you try to collaborate a little bit. And uh, and not Mark send had earned him. that. There was yeah, a, you know, like we're not going to send you to Charlotte, brother. They sent him to Toronto, and what happened? He won a title. So like, there's not going to be that collaboration on Kyrie's front because Kyrie has sort it's of not amicable. Shift them like it was with Mark at every possible turn. He didn't play during COVID. You know, he wouldn't get the vaccine. Then he demanded a trade. Right. So just a mess. Just a mess. But yeah, I'll I'll stick Thursday, man. I'm gonna stick to my guns. But I could I could see it if he's just on a war path tonight. I think he will be against OKC. Let's go to around the, the Grizzlies' home game tonight. They're at FedEx Forum. I, I had plus 7.5 this morning on, on a couple apps. Is it You're seeing 8.5, John? Yeah, it's up to 8.5. All right, Bulls plus 8.5 tonight is free money, cap or no cap. Well, let's let, let's talk about this for a minute. Let's talk this is this interesting because I just put a bet in. So, so the Grizzlies, it's so sad. The Grizzlies last season were absolute pure – Money makers. They were the best team in the NBA against the spread. And honestly, if you look back in history, that's not the first time that's happened. I think it's happened uh, two or three times in the last decade that the Grizzlies have been the best team against the spread in the NBA. They were amazing last year. Not just not just in terms of wins and losses, but if you bet on the Grizzlies blindly, you won sixty some odd percent of the time. I mean, that's pretty good. If you if I told you right now, Jason, that you'll win sixty percent of the bets you place you would bet a million dollars on every play. Mm-hmm. Because for every 10 bets, you're going to make $1.6 million. I mean, that's what a 60% win clip looks like against the spread. Unfortunately, this year, not remotely close. Grizzlies just aren't as good against the number as they have been in years past, and especially without Steven Adams. I mean, we know they've lost 8 of 9, and I don't think they've covered any of those, uh, any of those games. Obviously, they were probably favored in the majority of them, or slight underdogs, and I don't think they covered in any of them. So um, the interesting thing about this number, though, is that I just told you that. I just told you that. We know. We know how bad they've looked. Mm-hmm. We know how poorly they've played. We know how bad they've been against the number. The Bulls are coming in here having won three in a row, yet they're catching eight and a half now? This is a stinky line, man. This one of them lines. This one, them stinky numbers. I'm telling you, man, I'm sniffing it out. 
If you think Bulls plus eight and a half is free money, you're going to be a sad, sad person at the end of the night. It's a stinky number. Who's going to stop Andre Drummond and Vucevic? Man, uh. They got Drummond Xavier on the trading Tillman. block, and they're like, go, go, go put up double-doubles, and he did last night. Now, here's the thing you didn't. Like, they're, they want, they're, they're trying to show, they're hoping somebody wants Yeah, him. they're 26 and 27. They've kind of, you know, bounced back a little bit. Um, I'm saying without Steven Adams inside, no, this is a lot like, you know, Mobley and Allen in terms of a front line that can mm-hmm. damage you. You see what they did last night? I know it was the Spurs, I think, but yeah. those big those two boys went to work. But is it so, They'll go to work tonight if they're both out there. Maybe yeah. maybe that's to your point. I, I looked around for the Grizzlies report. I mean, excuse me, the Bulls injury report. Right. I didn't see anybody big missing off. I know Caruso didn't play right. But I think they had DeMar and Levine out there last night. Right. And unless one of them sitting, well, I mean, look, here's he, my, they're going to destroy the Grizzlies inside. It's just—is it really ever that easy, though? Because I hear you on stinky I, number. You're I, probably—it does. It seems a little high. Like but. the Grizzlies, as the, in their current form without Stephen Adams, don't deserve to be laying eight and a half to anybody right I'm, now. I'm, yeah, like I just understand don't understand the logic. You know, I mean, they—they they couldn't beat the Raptors on Sunday without uh, you know OG and Obi in the lineup, and despite a 15 point lead in the second half. So why are they laying, you know, eight and a half to a team? That's kind of coming in here playing well. It's not just three in a row. I think it's seven to ten. Seven out of ten. This makes no sense. I I would never in my life bet the Bulls tonight. So you would just stay away. If yeah. anything, I'm staying away. Um, Interesting. But I'm definitely. I would never in my life bet the Chicago Bulls. Not tonight. I mean, this number makes no sense to me. You know, it's it's like if you. This is my advice, generally speaking, when it comes to sports betting. If you think the bet is easy, you lose. There's no such thing. Every time I put a bet in, I'm like, damn. That'd be a school in this BC. Damn, you know. I, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I like it, but I, I don't. think he is. You know, like, it's never. Somebody must be sitting. I mean, you know, if you told me DeRozan's sitting, if you told me Levine is sitting, then okay, that may, that number makes sense. Right. But I still don't feel like, even with Ja and Dylan Brooks back in the lineup, how do you go from, I mean, you know, the 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 form you're in to, to laying eight and a half? I mean, the Sharps have played Grizzly seven and a half. That's why it's up to eight and a half because the sharp money came in on Grizz minus seven and a half. So that's where the sharp money is right now. Does that mean it's going to happen? It doesn't. But again, you can get that on Betley right now. Eight and a half is what it is. And it's seven and a half. Oh wow! Yeah, so, I mean, get, I just bet it right now. Now you had you had on on Fanduel. You had uh, you, Brad's listening, man. Brad's he's picking up some. Uh, he's picking By up the some way, intel over Sports here. gambling not profitable. It, it it's hard. It's very hard. It's hard mm-hmm. because again, like the instinct is. Just look at what we – it's it's all about what you, the eyes have seen recently. Yep. You know, and, 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 and betting on sports and being profitable in sports betting requires a little bit of suspension of disbelief and, and, and ignoring what your eyes have told you. It is totally uh, – it, it is an objective fact, right, unassailable fact that the Grizzlies have, been, have, have looked like crap the last three weeks without Steven Adams, and the Bulls have won 7 out of 10. Like that, you know. The Bulls are six and twelve against the West, it appears. Yes, and the Grizzlies, as we know, are uh, eighty-two and zero against the East. So it's, the, it's actually seventeen and four, I think. Yeah, maybe seventeen and five now. So if look, if if you um, you know, if you put me in a spy balloon and said we're going to drop you if you don't play, if you don't play a side here, I'd have to play the Grizz. I'd have to play the Grizz. I can't play the Bulls. Bulls is not free money. I warned you. It is seventeen and five. I warned you. I don't want to hear it tomorrow. BC already did it, right? He, you, you, I mean, he put it down on the eight seven and a half. Seven and a half. Seven and a half. He got he got a better number. Uh, Bet League right now has it. Yeah. So, Wait a minute, you went Grizz to cover? Yeah. Yes. 
He went Grizz. So I listening think, to you. I think he's going to be a happy man tomorrow. I think he's going to come in here with you know I don't know how what five hundred extra five hundred bucks. What you put on that? Uh, that my unit's about, much little two dollars. Yeah, five dollars. We That's a five dollar. Hey, hey, we don't unit shame. Ten dollars. Ten bucks, which is heavy for me. We don't unit shame around here, bro. We're not gonna do that. I'm not doing. I'm not doing that. I'm uh, just yeah, saying. Man, you you talked. You gassed him into a ten dollar bet. Not, that's not. A, that's not gassing. That's just saying. Oh, hey, you ain't Uncle Phil I had, yet, bro. I had bro. a good amount in the kitty though because I had an odds boost on the Chiefs. I had like two or three Chiefs things that just cashed. So have you forgotten that I got 3D future glasses on, bro? I know yeah, how I this is gonna that. go. Yeah. Careful. Grizzlies win by 14. Man, I, Andre Drummond is he? Is he not a Grizz killer? Andre it feels Drummond, like he is to me. Jaron's about to have. 12 He's on the what? Twelve. He going he gonna have twelve blocks, yes, <laughs> and six rebounds. Well, Drummond hey, gonna have twenty one rebounds. I'm getting the sense that yeah. this is gonna be an inflated night at the score table. Like it's gonna be a double digit block night for Jaron for sure. <sighs> My Bulls are not playing. Oh, so now you're, everybody's on the block. So you switch, and sides. we're just letting them go out there and go free. So you think a team that's I'm about just to sell in three I days going to come in here and, th- and keep up with the Grizz? Not a chance. I just don't like the way you gas Brad into that. And here's the other thing. So now I'm going against. Here, here's the other thing. Oh, so I can be right tomorrow. And say Brad, now you should have stayed with me. Shouldn't have listened. Let's to handicap him. this for a minute, right? Let's just handicap this, okay? We talked about how bad the Grizz have been, how good the Bulls have been. We talked about that. All right, let's talk. About, let's spin it forward. Jaws about to talk. Dylan's coming back. Uh, they have heard. All the talk the last two days about how Shannon Sharp says you uh you know you're 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 a studio gangster you're this that the other these folks are gonna come out tonight mad as hell and they're gonna they're gonna be seeing red they're gonna take it out Look on the gas in it that, he got you you talked yeah, you just identified the gas uh-huh. I mean if, but you didn't already got it, smoked by no, I actually had my bet in like before like before the heavy part of your yeah. segment here realistically speaking is there a better get right spot for the Grizz than at home. Ja and Dylan are back, no, this and is it. it's a team against the East. This is the get-back spot. You're right. Is there any better situation? No. I mean, maybe if it were the Hornets instead of the Bulls. But, I mean, I think this is up there in terms of, like, teams you'd like to see in this position. We ain't scared of the Andre Drummond, bro. Is this, 2000, is this 2012? Is DeRozan injured or sitting? Or no, what's... they both played last night. All of them played. A Drummond, who they're now playing because he's on the block, they want people to see. He had 21-15, and Vucevic had 22-12. Yeah, that they combined for forty three and and twenty seven. Jeez, and wh- who's gonna stop them? Jaron on the glass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fade him at your own uh, peril, bro. I'm not fading the Grizz. This is where they bounce back. Okay, we're gonna go to the NFL. We're gonna see can them three D glasses really see after tonight? They look like Roblox glasses. Bro, I see it all, man. You know Roblox your kids play? Yeah. Those, those bl- brick type. Hey, we ain't playing no games tonight inside FedEx. I don't think he can feel the checks, Brad. Minecraft. Minecraft, I meant. Wrong wrong show. Minecraft glasses. Let's go to Tom Brady. He needs to come back to football immediately. Is that cap or no cap? Oh, I think it's it's no cap. He's not going to do TV till 24? Yeah, he's leaving it open-ended because he wants to give himself the chance to return if necessary. And now he's posting OnlyFans pictures on Twitter. Like, we got to get I thought that was for Brady Brand. Same thing. Underwear. Those are underwear shots. John? Yeah, like, I didn't – I mean, I didn't ask for it. I mean, I I know there are people out there who enjoyed it, who enjoyed the view, but, you know, he was never doing this when he was playing football. He was never posting stuff like that. He knows. 
D picks? Yeah, I mean, basically, I mean, he he was nice enough but to cover. Was that te- that's not technically what that was, is it, Brad? It's, no, it's, just, it's it an, an underwear ad. ad. Yeah, it's it an is. underwear ad. Did it work? I didn't did see you, him. Did you Gabe run saw to, him. He was you, talking about him. Did you run to BradyBrand.com and buy a pair? No. You're a 46-year-old man much like Tom. Right. I just looked at myself in the mirror and said, damn. <laughs> did you do the same pose? Mm-mm. You didn't no, do the same. No, the pose is too. What's the pose? The pose is way too feminine to try to do The pose like he crossed his feet up. It's very embryo-ish, embryonic. Okay. Yeah, that kind so of. So you didn't do the pose? No. Okay. Uh, I just looked. I don't have that V anymore that Tom. Yeah. I got to hand it to him. The dude's still got the V in the on the freaking abs. It's pretty amazing at his age. He's religious. So I got to, you know, I hand it to him. But no, nah, I ain't going to buy a Brady brand. You're not? No. Got a little something coming over the band. But I'm saying, though. You know what I'm saying? When you got something li- lipping over the band, you don't, you, you know. Well, you could buy like a shirt or something. I have shirts. I know, but. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm just saying, Brady Brand, right? I, I think you would be Compared. a perfect Brady and Brand ambassador because nope. you're the same age as him. I just keep wearing these Calvin Kleins and Fruit of the Looms. <laughs> I get them pretty cheap. But no, I'm saying, if you were an ambassador, yeah, we, we could get it we, all day. We could uh, we could hook you up with like a you know an influencer package mm-hmm. if you'd be willing to do it. I can maybe send that. You know, I'm a I'm a, I'm a Brady whisperer, so I can run that up the flagpole. You should be wearing them jaws. What's what are his? Uh, P, uh, oh, PSDs. PSDs. I've he got has some PSDs. underwear line. He does. You didn't know that? He like, does, it's yeah. big time. Oh, those are the ones you can see when he's wearing them. But his, he doesn't need to take off his clothes. You can see them while he's I, walking I, around. You know, it, believe it or not, real quick trivia on this, uh, Mike Miller is a huge investor in that brand. PSD. And it's, like, worth a, an ungodly amount yeah, of Yeah, I think all the players are wearing it oh, now. They are yeah. pretty cool looking. No, I mean, I'm looking he, at him And right Josh, he's just one of the faces, right? Mm-hmm. But They're they got a bunch of guys. They got NIL, you know, I mean, they got all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like the cho- it's like the chosen um, it's like the chosen underwear brand for athletes. His stuff is all. If you go to the PSD website, it's face, all it? sold out. Oh yeah, oh, his stuff's his stuff you. is all gone. That's, that's, that's what gonna, I'm talking about. Everything he's got to at risk, you know, to risk right now. So Everything you got you're, to you're lose. Gonna, you're, gonna, you're gonna have Just to buy some to. Brady's, man. You, you you can't get no Jaws. I think again, you're the perfect person. You're what, like 46. What, it's ridiculous for this to say he should go back to football though. The, oh, what, no, and I, that was I, the initial cap yeah, or I mean, no I, cap. No, like I, I, we don't need He's taking a year before he heads over to Fox. This man is not coming back, John. Yeah. We you understand that. I, I think that's true. I think that's I think this shows you how far away from football he's getting. Do you I realize know, if you go back into a locker room fair. after you got a picture out like this, that thing going to be all over the locker room, them folks playing with you. That's this right. is him chained. This is him evolving, <laughs> fool. Oh, yeah, he's definitely not, like, throwing. You're right. I mean, he's not He's not putting in the work anymore. He's just, you know, he's he's enjoying the fruits of his labor yeah. now, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think he should come back or at least, just, you know, but do it OnlyFans or a private Twitter account for that, man. Don't be blasting that out for all of us to see. You know, we don't need that. We don't need to feel any worse about ourselves than we already do. Right. So, and that's essentially what it did. That's exactly Shameless. what it did. Shameless. 100%. That's one of those pictures you see it, and you're like, oh, well, I got to do 45 minutes on the Peloton today. That, it was. It was like a Macy's. Very soft. Very you know, soft, yeah. Like a Macy's photo. Very soft. Yeah. Absolutely. Male model stuff. Get I mean, he essentially is that. Yeah, that's what he is now. Yeah. Uh, hey, the best body money, money can buy, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Russell Wilson, let's go to there. Uh, Russ Wilson's getting his own guy into Denver. Is that cap or no cap? What are they getting a receiver? So no, this here, is about his personal coach. So Sean Payton oh, is uh, Sean Payton is now the coach of the Denver Broncos, and uh, and he was having his introduction press conference, mm-hmm. and one of the reporters there said, "Hey, Sean uh, Russell had his own coach last year, his own guy in here. How do you feel about that?" And Sean Payton basically said, uh, "Yeah, no, I've never heard of anything like that." That's a foreign concept to me. Yeah. He's going to be working with me. So the answer is absolutely. Uh, what was the statement? He will or won't? 
is getting his own guy into Denver. Oh, that's Cap. That's Cap. Sean Payton is putting an end to that. He said that's not going to take place here. And I believe it. I mean, that, that pretty, he didn't mince words. I believe it. Um, and honestly, when you think about the great coaches, uh, that's always a sticking point. I mean, Brady's guy is what ended the relationship in New England. Alex Guerrero, him always being around and sort of having his own opinion of what Brady should or shouldn't be doing. Mm-hmm. Um you know, the time he's spending doing this, that, the other. Like, these guys sort of exist to undermine the head coach. And I could certainly see where Sean Payton comes in here and he says, hey, man, you know, I know you had a certain way of doing what you did last year, right. and, and but, but what did that get you? What did that get you in last season in, in Denver? It got you, you know, you had the worst year of your career. So, you Team know, stunk. this guy, Jake Heaps, that's his personal quarterback coach, it, it, it created some issues, obviously, in Denver last year, and that's why he's being – you know, asked about it so upfront and on his first day, at least reportedly created some issues. This, a former sports talk show radio host in Seattle who gave up his gig last summer to join Wilson in Denver. That's like you. That's like you going and getting with Ja and being his That's personal right. guy. Yeah. Yeah, heck no. If you're Sean Payton, you're not having dude in there. He's the, he's the new whisperer. He's the one trying to rebuild Russ into, you know, more of a Drew Brees-ish type guy at this point in his career. You don't need another guy in there, you know, undermining that to use to use your word. That's absolutely what it would be. But why and especially one that's coming off the off the radio, somebody that hasn't been firmly established, he hasn't had for years. What are we talking about here? It's it's even different than the Tom Brady one. That guy had been around for years, had he not? I mean, you kind of you built that up. Yeah. No, I mean, I I first of all, I mean, it would be a privilege for John to be able to work with me. I don't know if you sort of know my background, but you maybe should check into that. I'm saying as silly as that sounds and is, is that's as silly as this sounds, that that Russ would trust this guy you brought off the yeah. radio. Yeah. And what are we talking about here? Yeah, you know, it's like I feel like there is a there is for some, not all, but like some athletes have this like air of gull- gullible, gullibility where like if they just have somebody that somehow breaks through in their circle and sort of just tells them what they want to hear right. all that's like they can – trick themselves, oh, I need this guy. I need – like, I've seen it. You know, we've seen it. Um, That's fine, but to your point, he he doesn't have the Brady-Trump card in no terms way. of what you've accomplished no to be able to say, no, Sean Payton, yeah. this is the deal. It, yeah. what, what's crazy is that it appeared – and we don't, I don't. We don't have the audio. Maybe we get it later. It appeared that Sean was caught off guard by this. And and why would you not discuss this in negotiations with him? Why would Sean not be told of this beforehand? It was just strange to me that it seemed so. He really did seem caught off guard about it, but like he hadn't heard about the situation at all. Uh, I'm surprised that he hadn't already said. Well, I, I think this he, is something I, we're not doing. I think he found it so preposterous. You know that what? Because Breeze probably never had that in New Orleans. I'm assuming he didn't. And I'll be honest. Dude, I mean, he's the QB whisperer. Yeah, he's the one in the quarterback. This is the best thing times. that could have happened for Russell Wilson's career. Sean Payton taking this job. Yeah. Um, and so I, I, yeah, I think Russell will get that. I think Sean will lay those ground rules yeah, down. That's yeah. This is the audience. To me, that, that's not going to take place here. I mean, I, I'm I'm unfamiliar with it, but our staff will be here, our players will be here, and that'll be it. So I don't I don't think he was lying when he said he was unfamiliar with it. No, the but. the NFL is much different than the NBA. Like you don't you when when you're you know you may have like the NBA is way more prolific. You know, like you'll have your own guy, you'll have your own trainer that you work with, like. Like Ja, Ja has that. Every every guy has that. In the NFL, though, I think it's much more organizational. It's much more like the team you play for is the team you work with. Like that's it. Um, that's that's the culture. I mean, you could have offseason stuff, but that's the way it goes. Nick Wright doesn't think they'll ever get 
the Russell Wilson that they traded for? Do you think they'll get the Russell Wilson back at some point, like close to what they got or they think they got? Yeah, I what think, do you think this Jason? season. I think this season they will get closer to that. With the coach. Yeah, like I think Hackett you know, and, and Russ never were on the same page about what either wanted to be. Um, well, and you apparently had him listening to this personal quarterback yeah. coach and not their own quarterback's yeah. coach who's working with Hackett. Yeah, like so I, how hard is it yeah. to get Russ to do what you want to do That's with right. your plan? I, I think Sean is Sean comes in, he's a, he's a Super Bowl champ. He's one of the most accomplished coaches in the history of the game. He's going to come in and he's going to say, listen, I know what we got to get back to. you got to stop trying to be something that you're not. Last year, Russ was really determined and hell-bent on staying in the pocket. Like he just wanted to prove, and a lot of these guys do that. You know, They want to prove, like, oh, I was a mobile quarterback and I was really good, but I'm going to prove that I'm a, you know, a, a pocket passer now. You know, you, like no, like your mobility is what makes you, you know, great. So we got to, you know, hey, I'm not saying you got to run the ball and take hits, but you got to be willing to get out of that pocket and, and improvise. That's where Russell Wilson has always been at his best as a sort of improviser, and he didn't do that as much last year. So I think Sean will be able to send that message. It's all about who the message is coming from, mm-hmm. you know, in life. I, I I look I I think it's going to look different in terms of what you're saying. I think you're telling Russ that if you want to go on as a great quarterback and be all the things that you want to be, go to the hall and everything else, you got to change a little bit. Mm-hmm. Part of what you're saying, the running around that that's the issue, Brad, is that you don't want old Russ that was given you know could run around, hold on to the ball, always looking for the big play. Sean Payton's going to simplify things for him, make it quick drops, quick get it out, change him. Russ, the guy that holds on to the ball. Keith, wanting to make the big play, run around, run around. That's not Sean Payton. It's about quick offense, getting it out. So he's going to change him, and he's going to tell him, you need to come this way at this point in your career. Right. We're going we're gonna to try to make this last you know, four or five years, get you a couple of Super Bowls, but you've got to make that change. I think it's going to look a little bit more like that, yeah. whereas you're taking what the defense gives you, and then, boom, you'll take the big ones, a la, a la Drew. I, I don't know. To your point, John, yeah, you still got the legs to use, and that'll be an advantage he had over, yeah. over Drew, but – Having him hold on and run to it, I think you want new Russ. You don't want old Russ. Yeah. You want a new Russ under Sean Payton. Well, it's like a, it's like a, yeah, you just take the best of both. You know, you yeah, he'll you, mold it into yeah, that Sean something that's in the middle, and I, I got I got pretty high confidence in him. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that what that work. means in terms of team success next year. Like, I'm certainly not running to the window to bet Broncos over. We know how you know bad that looked at times, but they will be vastly improved. I mean, again, what does that mean in that division? I don't know. But they'll be they'll be a whole lot better. I think it's very smart to get all the other voices out of there in terms of who 100%. Russ is listening to. It's your team now. Yep. It's your it's your franchise yep. in terms of head coach. You want them listening to your voice. That's exactly right. All right, John Morant talked. We uh, we have some uh, some some stuff from Ja to get to from shoot around. What he said. Did all he right. apologize? Did he take responsibility? Had more to say as well about the Grizz. We'll get to that when we come back. Jason and John, how do you turn to FM, ESPN? Football fans, FanDuel has the perfect way for everyone to get in on Super Bowl 57 uh, with a no-sweat same-game parlay. That means everyone gets bonus bets back if your Super Bowl SGP doesn't hit. You don't have to be new to FanDuel. doesn't matter if you're new or already have an account. Same-game parlays let you combine all your favorite bets for a chance at a bigger payday. So start building your own or just bet a popular SGP that's already made for you on America's number one sports book. Those pre-built SGPs, perfect ones. Perfect way to get in if you're a beginner into getting familiar with same-game parlays. Jalen Hurts going to go over on the rushing yards. Kenneth Gainwell going to score an anytime touchdown. Travis Kelsey over under on receptions. That's how you can do it. Uh, like we said, or choose from one of the pre-built ones. New to FanDuel, sign up with the promo code JSmith when you download the app. Either way, you'll get bonus bets back if you're no-sweat same-game parlay. 
does not hit. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL, number 92.9 FM ESPN. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. Three-plus legs, minimum dollar bet required. Refund issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets, which expire seven days after receipt. Max bonus $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gaily problem called Tennessee Redline at 1-800-889-9789. It's Gabe time, Memphis. And I understand there's two guys at the top there, DeAndre Williams and Kendrick Davis, where it's obvious. Okay, they're, they're the alpha dogs. They're the guys that have the ball consistently. But beyond that, he's settled into understanding Keontae Kennedy's going to give him what he wants. Yeah. Elijah McCadden's going to give him what he wants. The Gabe Coon Show, weekdays from 4 till 7 p.m. on 92.9 FM ESPN. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 